3: It's crazy. It's crazy to go to the Olympics. Not only is there a genocide underway in China, it's 62 miles to one 14 million uh, person city that's been locked down now. Sending our athletes there when China routinely lies about every aspect of this virus from the time it came upon us until the moment of yesterday is just nuts. The games
4: should be postponed. That's Hugh Hewitt. He was on Fox yesterday. I thought they made a really good point. And I've always been looking at it from a... Why would you give the Chinese a platform when they're, you know, they've got slaves, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. He's making the point: Omicron's running rampant in China, and they've lied constantly since before we even ever even heard of COVID. They've been lying to us, so why would we believe anything they're telling us? As we send our athletes over there now, that's a very good point. And the latest developments in
3: China are really interesting in that there is a cluster of three cities. As I recall, one's about one million people. One of them is three million people, and one of them is like 13 million people, and I'd never heard of it in my life. He just said
4: that city is 14 million people. It's completely locked down. Imagine that.
3: So they have this cluster of cities where people are literally not allowed to cross their threshold and come outdoors. Everybody is locked down. Chairman Xi clinging to the zero COVID policy in the midst of Omicron, which spreads like a rumor. I mean, it spreads like nothing we've ever seen before. And any prediction of really any hope for the downfall of of Xi and then the hardliners and the rest of it is probably... You know, fairy dust talk. But it's kind of fun and exciting for us who are into China watching to watch the communist government pursuing a a policy which can't possibly work. It is insane in the face of Omicron. And what that's going to look like, especially as the eyes of the world are directed on China. I'm kind of excited about that. I'm way more excited about that than I am about the speed skating. And I like
4: speed skating. Yeah, zero COVID was a crazy idea back when it was pre-Delta or Delta. It's impossible now. There, there is no policy. I believe this, and I've uh, heard other people say it, and I agree with them. Um, I believe there's no government policy that can affect Omicron. Just can't. You can't do it. Masks, distance, nothing. It just it spreads too easy. It's, it's like a child's uh, sandcastle
3: on a beach. It can kind of mess with the little pattern of the wave there for a second or two, and then the next wave, and then, then please, your efforts are gone and erased and never to be thought of again. Meanwhile, I happened to flip on NPR this morning, and they were talking about the vid, of course, and they they interviewed a handful of, of scientists, and, and, you know, you can generally tell the way a show leans by who they talk to and what those people say, but the last voice they had was some harvard medical dude who was talking about how uh, how how dangerous omicron could be it's going to wash across there are so many cases blah, blah blah and how it's more important than ever that we double down and do everything we can to stop the spread And I was just picturing a map of like a country being invaded, and it's now 85% the enemy, including the capital. But there's still a general out there saying it's not the time for guerrilla warfare or some sign of transition, some time of transition. We need to be fighting as hard as we've ever fought. It's like the war is lost. But if you're a loyal listener to the lefty, lefty, lefty NPR, you're thinking, okay. Got to lock ourselves down. We got to shut down the schools. We got to, you know, close off this. We can't meet in person. We got to wear masks outdoors of the park, blah, blah, blah. They're still getting that message.
4: We probably ought to play the Fauci versus Rand Paul because we did it later in the show. And if you haven't heard it, it's it's kind of entertaining. Maybe next segment we, we get that going for you. Those two. Uh. Old guys yelling at each other the way they like to do. Oh, I do love old guys yelling at each other. Or just a little on-air meeting. We could do that now real quick, break on time for once in our lives, and have plenty of time for the stuff we were going to do now. Okay. Uh, I think they legitimately don't like each other. I don't think this is one of those, you know, as soon as the cameras are off, the Republican and Democrat put their arms around each other and went and had a couple of martinis. No, I don't think this is one of those things. I think Rand Paul thinks Fauci is a, is, is a bad person who started this whole damn thing and is lying to us, and I think Fauci thinks Rand Paul's an idiot. (laughs) I I believe there's truth to that. Or an effing moron, or what did he call that guy? He called the the senator from Kansas. Who's a doctor, by the way. Who's a doctor, yeah, uh, a moron. A moron, yeah. Dropped a a J.C. Do we have that clip? I haven't looked at it. I wasn't expecting this. Was Joe called an audible, and I'm not ready. Omaha, Omaha, and I ran this direction. And he which one, Omaha? That I don't
3: remember which one
4: Omaha is. And the ball just bounced on the grass because I that went that Is that where I direction. run? I can't remember.
5: <laughs> Where's our Fauci? Where's our I Fauci? got it Some, here, guys. Here we go. Somebody okay. talk to me. Yeah, there we
4: go. go. Do it, Michael. Look
5: you are totally incorrect. We look forward to reviewing, totally Senator well, we Marshall, forward to reviewing that, it. Senator
3: Marshall, Dr. Fauci has answered you. It is public information, and he's happy to give it to you
2: if you would ask. Senator Moran.
4: What a moron! Jesus Christ! So he got uh, caught. What a, a moron! At Jesus his microphone. On. <laughs> what a moron! Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> to a doctor, and I don't know anything about this senator from Kansas, but he's a doctor. Uh, as as is Rand Paul, who's been arguing with uh, Doctor Fauci. So whatever the clip is that we were playing yesterday, do we still have that, Michael? Because that was that was pretty good. I thought I found that entertaining. We're trying to find it. We're efforting that. Okay. Let me know when you find it. Um, so I, let me remember we read this text to you about the whole Dr. Fauci thing. I'm not, uh, I'm not quite as far down the road of uh, uh, hating Fauci as some of you are. I do, think, I do think he is responsible for the gain-of-function research, and he's misleading everybody about that, and that makes him a liar. Um, And that part bothers me more than any of his policies around the COVID. And I think it's beyond a doubt clear. No matter what your politics are, he's the wrong messenger at this point. If you want to reach all of America with any health advice out of the federal government, you can't use him at this point. I represent science. Because half of America, at least half of America, automatically is tuning him out the the second they hear his voice or see his face. To speak in sports terms, and I think this is undeniable, he's lost the locker room. Yeah, whether whether you think it's his fault or not, he has lost the locker room. And so you can't have him be the mouthpiece. But anyway, so uh, he and others were there for some hearings yesterday. And as usual, when it was Rand Paul's time to talk to him, they got into it. (laughs)
3: Do you think it's a great success, what's happened right. so far? Do you think you, lockdowns you said, are good for our kids? Do you think we slowed down the death rate? More people have died now under President Biden than did under President Trump. You are the one responsible. You are the architect. You are the lead architect for the response from the right. government, and now
5: 800,000 people have died. Right. So you think it's a, a winning success, what you've advocated for government? Um, Senator, first of all, if you look at everything that I said, you accuse me of, in a monolithic way. Telling people what they need to do. Everything that I've said has been in support of the CDC guidelines. Wear a mask, get boosted. And you've advocated to make it coercive and
2: done and You've advocated that that it be
5: done by mandate. You've advocated that your infallible opinion be dictated by law. Right. So again, Madam Chair, I would like just a couple of minutes because this this happens all the time. You personally attack me and with absolutely not a shred of evidence of anything you say. So I would like to make something clear to the committee. He's doing this for political reasons. What you need to do is, he said in front of this committee... You think your takedown that, that of three was, prominent was epidemiologists bes- was not yeah, political? You, you don't want me that to finish because you know what I'm going to say. Senator, that was the question. Senator, Were you political we
3: in taking this, down at at this three time? prominent yeah, this epidemiologists? Outside. Senator Paul, if you
4: would please... <laughs> The two of you go outside and yell at each other. You're wearing me out. Um, but, but it's a perfectly reasonable question, I think. Look, more people have died under Biden than died under Trump. And I don't blame Joe Biden for that. But in, in what way can you say that your your ideas around this whole lockdown and what we need to do have been working? What's, what's your evidence that things are better than if we hadn't followed your advice?
3: It's just all so slippery.
4: Uh, which which is why, how different would the outcome have been if we hadn't shut down the schools, hadn't shut down the businesses, hadn't had all these mask mandates? I would love to know that in a parallel universe. Would it have been significantly different? Would it have been different at all? As I've said many
3: times, uh, what would it have been like if every kid in America, every college kid, everybody under 30 had been exposed to the original COVID and we protected the hell out of the oldsters. What would have happened then? As opposed to protecting, quote unquote, protecting the kids from something that is no threat to them, thereby slowing the spread until we could get to a good, dangerous variant.
4: Uh, Fauci went on to say this, talking about how uh, these Rand Paul battles have led to threats in his
5: life. It, it, it makes a difference because, as some of you may know, just about three or four weeks ago, on December 21st, a person was arrested who was on their way from Sacramento to Washington, D.C. at a speed stop in Iowa. And they asked, the police asked him where he was going, and he was going to Washington, D.C. to kill Dr. Fauci. And they found in his car an AR-15 and multiple magazines of ammunition because he thinks that maybe I'm killing people.
4: So I I since we uh we have been doing a radio show in Sacramento for 20 some years now I I don't know if it was one of our listeners who was hearing the Hail Fauci <laughs> clip over and over again and decided uh, that's enough at it uh, uh, Hail car. Fauci Hail Fauci got stopped in Iowa on the way uh I don't know I don't know what do you think about that I heard the point being made look Rand Paul has been shot at by a Bernie supporter and attacked by a neighbor for probably political reasons, and ended up in the hospital with or a lawn clipping reasons. Um, so, any hey look, people get mad at me. You know, if you're on the public stage, apparently that sort of thing happens. Crazy. You're making the big calls on the big stage, so I I don't know if that was I don't know if that made any point whatsoever. Well, as
3: as usual, we are running late. But if any of our listeners are contemplating an unspeakable act of horror, number one, don't. But number two. If a cop asks you where you're going, don't tell him.
4: <laughs> I'm going to kill you're Dr. Fauci. A, you're a bad criminal. Jeez, you are terrible, and an idiot, and I'm, a crazy person. I'm going to rob a bank. In fact, i got to get there within 10 minutes, officer, if you could hurry this along. Yeah, we got to get this one on, because I actually thought Fauci scored a point here.
5: So I ask myself, why, why would Senator want to do this? So go to Rand Paul website, and you see fire Dr. Fauci with a little box that says contribute here you can do five dollars ten dollars twenty dollars a hundred dollars so you are making a catastrophic epidemic for your political gain so the you only thing you have politically the, the attacked, attacked your could, colleagues uh, and in a politically reprehensible way the only way, thing you that i think of. Okay, you
4: won't defend it He will not argue it i'm sure. just so i thought that was a pretty decent shot um it doesn't mean uh Rand paul's wrong or being disingenuous about the fire fauci like we said i think he gotta fire fauci because he's Nobody listens to him anymore. But the raising money next to it, that's a pretty good shot. Don't you think? No? Eh, Um, It's okay. I mean, that's what politicians do. They raise money. um, Your comment. Text line 415 295 KFTC. (laughs) What a move. Armstrong and
3: Getty.
1: Armstrong and Getty Show. Rise
0: and According to a new survey, just 9% of Americans said that the Biden administration is doing a great job handling the Omicron coronavirus strain. I assume it's the same 9% who don't currently
5: have it.
4: Yeah, that's what we were talking mm. about. My niece has got it. It's pretty dang sick for a person in their early 20s. Sorry to hear that. Yeah she's vaxed to not the booster but the first two shots I got to get boosted I just keep forgetting to try to find one and get it scheduled last time I tried to find one I couldn't find one uh, but I want to get boosted because I want if I catch omicron I want to to be as mild as possible I I got relatively sick first time I had covid and I was vaxed and I think I would have been much much sicker if I hadn't been vaxed I don't know if they know the science on that yet but anywho I um, what are the issues going to be? There's an election this year. Not worth really talking about now because it's 11 months away. But what the are the 2022 I- midterms are this year, you're saying? Yeah, um people aren't going to be voting on the voter rights bill. They're not going to be voting on January 6. How many people are going to go to the polls thinking about January 6? You know what they are going to be thinking about? Depends on where we are on COVID. They might be thinking about lockdowns and kids in school and that sort of stuff. Definitely could be top of mind. But Probably trumping everything. The world needs a new word. Yeah. That means yeah. the same as Trump. Different card game. <laughs> Over everything else. Dominating, topping. Topping everything else is going to be how much it costs to be alive. Inflation. And the numbers are out today. Inflation rose 7% in 2021. Woof. Highest... Increase since 1982, which if you're old enough, I mean, I was a kid, but I know those were the dark days of inflation. And crazy high interest rates and things being really difficult for a lot of people. Oof is right. So we all took a 7% pay cut last year? That's a significant pay cut. And are we on track to do it again this year? I mean, are we going to come out of these two years like 15%? Down from where we were in 2019, 2020? Oh, my God. That's the number one issue for people. And I don't know what government policy you know, can, can deal with that. The Fed's talking about multiple interest rates uh, boosts this year. Um, not, not passing some Build Back Better monstrosity would be a step in the right direction. Right, yeah, not pouring more gasoline,
3: a.k.a. money, into the economy. Uh, You know, and and the thing about inflation is it tends to be a vicious circle uh, in that uh, at some point wages are going to have to start chasing those prices, at which point, you know, merchants have no choice but to raise those prices to pay for their workers.
4: Sure, because they're paying everybody at the restaurant way more money. they got to charge more for their food to afford it. And then, uh,
3: Zumba Boomba, before you know it, you're uh, carting around uh, millions of dollars of cash in a wheelbarrow like it's the final days of the Confederacy.
4: <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, and then there's the emotional aspect of it. Or if you think a couch is going to be more expensive at the end of the year than it is now, and it almost certainly is, uh, or a car or whatever else, you're going to buy it now, which drives up demand and inflation also, so... It's hard to get out of the spiral of inflation. It's freaking scary. And I think we're there. Seven percent. It's almost
3: as if if the Democratic Party is willfully committing suicide. And then you add to that the support for the teachers unions, which have everybody angry. I mean, has has anybody ever won all 435 seats of Congress? (laughs) Somebody check the uh, historical record. Well, in in San Francisco, a lot of California, a lot of your blue states will still uh, elect Democrats, but not many.
4: While used vehicles rose another 3.5% in December, bringing the increase from a year ago for used vehicles. Do you have one you can spare? 37.3% increase in the cost of a used vehicle in one year. 37%. Yikes. That is stunning. We all should have gone out and bought a bunch of, you know, Chrysler PT Cruisers last year. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Wow.
1: We'd great idea. And
4: <laughs>
1: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty show
4: That's the Olympic theme ladies and gentlemen the pageantry the honor of sport the corruption the corruption the slaves the catch in the covid All the horrible things go along with the Olympics this time around. Hey, I've got more on the um, economic news. So inflation, 7% over the the past year. 7%, biggest rise since 1982. Yikes. That's troubling. Some of the numbers behind the numbers are really interesting. But um, speaking of the Olympics, I just uh, came across this from CBS News. Elizabeth Palmer is in the very top tier of foreign correspondents. She is really, really good. But anyway, she's in Beijing. To deal with the olympics and omicron and here's the latest
1: with a budget of nearly four billion dollars chinese winter olympic venues are showstoppers president xi got to watch the athletes practicing last week and toured the facilities but behind the upbeat photo op is a vast invasive effort to stop covid spoiling the games Public health SWAT teams are testing 14 million people for the second time in three days after an Omicron outbreak in Tianjin, which is commuting distance from Beijing. One citizen posted a video showing panicked people at a market trying to stockpile food. They'd heard stories from the city of Jian, where officials had to step in and deliver meals to some residents in their second week of complete lockdown, who said they'd run out of things to eat.
4: Also in ah, Jia like that. That's what a lockdown means in China. You can't come out of your home and you're hungry. That's what it means to lock down in China. Frantically shouting out your window, we have no more food. I don't know if wow. you'd shout out your window. You might be breathing out the window and you don't want to get in trouble with the authorities because you get clubbed. You get clubbed or disappear. Um, And also, I was watching the video on that, the show-stopping venues that they built. Once again, why in the hell would you give an autocracy hell-bent on world domination the platform to show off how their system works well? Why would you do that? Is there anything we, the people, can do? Should we just boycott
3: it not watch? Is that how we do it? We we you know, send the message to the sponsors, we're not going to watch this filth? I've got to admit, that would be a sacrifice for me. I love the sports.
4: Uh, but uh, what's it going to feel like? I, I can't imagine watching the opening ceremonies unless I'm watching it critically, like to comment on and complain about, but mm. not in the way that I've watched opening ceremonies my whole life with, wow, look at that, wow, look at that, oh, that's cool. Um, anything that's cool or, wow, look at that, it makes me sick.
3: Sure, I'm just picturing the hardliners in the uh, Politburo planning on the uh, overthrow of the United States and the domination of the Earth, and it, so they can impose slavery, you know, systemic rape, genocide, etc., on the entire globe. Hooray!
4: Hooray! Where where uh, no religion is allowed of any kind because you're right. only uh, you're only faithful to the state. Love is not uh, allowed uh you no know, love songs no talk about love you're you're only in love with she and the communist party i mean you want world domination by a country who doesn't believe love is a thing
3: under the chinese boot heel you have no rights you're a slave get ready for a beating You know, come on. You got to think that when you hear the damn theme.
4: I'm going to be interested in what the ratings will be like for the Olympics. I don't know. Will, Will I forget all about this and start watching it and just be into whoever our speed skater is who's about to win a gold medal? I don't know. I don't actually know. Well, and I would be desperate for our people, or, or
3: anybody else for that matter, to beat the Chinese athletes. But then I'm reminded of the Chinese Olympic program, which is abducting toddlers from their homes, testing them, and the most gifted tenth of a percent are whisked away, whether their parents like it or not, to be uh, Olympic soldiers for the motherland. I mean, the whole thing is disgusting. Yeah, it really but is. I love watching speed skating and the <laughs> curling, the excitement of curling.
4: So this town where the the COVID is running rampant is just right next door to to Beijing, and they're trying to figure out how to keep it out of Beijing. Because the way Omicron spreads, if it gets into the Olympic Village, by the end of the week, every single athlete has got it. Yep. And one of
3: they might do? as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking at pictures of China right now. You got every everybody who works for the government in any capacity dealing with this in any way is wearing the full space suit. They've got armies of these space-suited, hazmat you know, scary, look like space aliens all over the place. Sticking uh, swabs up people's noses and handing out food and the rest of it. Chairman Xi has tripled down on the zero-COVID policy, which, according to anybody with any common sense, is utterly impossible. So it'll be interesting to see Winnie the Pooh run up against reality. I'm hoping he gets a good cracked head from the effort.
4: I'm watching a lot of star wars lately cuz my kids are into the vr star wars game and uh so my son youngest son who didn't know anything about star wars wanted to watch star wars so started at the very beginning with the first star wars movie which is actually the fourth star wars movie but mm-hmm. <laughs> confusing to me now and uh but but uh, just thinking the the medical people there in china they look like stormtroopers which is kind of what they are um the first Star Wars movie, if you haven't seen it in a while, and it is now what forty five years old, the special
3: nineteen seventy seven, I believe,
4: so hmm. about forty five years old. Yeah, that's yeah. uh Yikes. it's almost half a century old. So the special effects are horrible. So this is the monumental changed the world movie I'm showing to my son, and it's just. God, when Luke cuts off that abominable snowman's arm with the lightsaber, I mean, your local high school would come up with a better version of that today than, than George Lucas did. It wasn't did. as
3: bad as all that. Come it is. On. You
4: haven't seen it in a while then. It is embarrassing. <laughs> My kids threw back their heads in laughter at it. That's the second one, isn't it? It might be. I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, it's a bantha, by the way. A bantha, not an abominable snowman. Okay. Yeah, I don't I'm not really into the Star Wars thing. Uh then we
3: watched I'm in the uh audio video club and a big fan of Star Wars. That's we watched an of episode
4: of Mandalorian, so you fast forward in the best special effects by half a century and just a completely different world. But watching them back to back, you see how much progress has been made on special effects. Uh just fantastic. Um that's enough about China. We'll be, we'll be talking a lot more about the Olympics in China coming up because the Olympics are going to start here pretty soon. So mention. You know, I
3: got one more China note. Okay. Just uh, uh, this, this gal was in this city to go on a series of blind dates. And, uh, because you got to get set up and you know, everything in China, the culture is a little bit differently, uh, different, but, uh, one of her dates wanted to show off his cooking skills, invited me over to his house for dinner. She writes and posts on videos. Uh, and the government said, uh, sorry, everybody. We're locked down right now. And so she just met this guy, and she's now locked down in the house with
4: him. Well, it's either awesome, like super awesome, or horrible, depending on how how what you're thinking of the gentleman. Well, or she him says, or her. so far romance has yet to blossom, according to
3: Ms. Wang. Uh, beside the fact that he's as mute as a wooden mannequin, everything else is pretty good. Despite his food being mediocre, he's still willing to cook, which I think is
4: great. That's funny. It sounds like they've been married for 30 years.
3: they <laughs> are about as talkative as a mannequin.
4: But haven't most people had first dates where if you got locked down for several days, you'd think, awesome. This is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or she had the pray. opposite. She
3: or he thinks the same. Yeah.
4: <laughs> um. Some of the numbers behind the numbers on the inflation we ought to talk about. Because this is, I, I I'm telling you, well, studies show this. I didn't come up with this on my own it's the number one issue in america why does everything cost so much and it's going to be the number one issue all year long because it's going to keep going up and breaking it down by categories some of the categories are unbelievable as we mentioned cars are up used cars are up 37 percent in a year it's just stunning there's no stock you could have bought better than going out and buying a bunch of used cars at the beginning of last year if you could have afforded it.
3: You know, Judy and I, generally, when we uh, replace a car, we we get rid of the old one by getting it somehow to one of our children. We'll work out a deal, a trade, a purchase, or something like that to one of our kids. And we were going to give Judy's old car to Delaney, but now forget it. Sorry, kid. Get a bus pass. It's too valuable. <laughs> Got to put that biatch on the market.
0: Uh, that and other stuff on the way. Stay here.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
5: Well, this is exciting. Uh, I saw that the Girl Scouts announced a new partnership with DoorDash that will allow their drivers to deliver Girl Scout cookies. (laughs) Right now, there's a bunch of 50-year-old drivers like, do I really have to wear the sash? (laughs) I don't know. Is it really buying Girl Scout cookies if you're not guilted into ordering as many boxes as your coworkers? <laughs> really? Kelly bought 10 boxes. Huh? Just saying. Uh, Girl That's Scout nice.
4: cookie season. That's
3: some nice pleasant humor there. That's some good American doesn't hate anybody humor.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Girl Scout cookie season because at least here people aren't in the building. Uh, there's no parents around of young girls to... Come give you the opportunity to buy cookies because of freaking COVID. I just saw a headline that the dinosaur mascot for the Toronto Raptors has been banned from the court. What did he do? What? What did he do to somebody? I'll have to look into that story. Ate a plant eater? Um, Exactly. Coming up, eloquence. I have discovered about
3: January 6th. Yeah, I know. That was last week. Can we have a week to think about important
4: things? That's coming up. Stay with us. And we need to replay part of Joe Biden's speech if you haven't heard it. He went so over the top yesterday. I mean just so over the top.
5: Wow. It was of one being of the
0: quiet.
4: It being was quiet. one of the ugliest, most egregious, hateful
3: speeches I've ever heard from a president.
4: So here's something exciting. Inflation has soared to its highest uh <laughs> its highest amount in four decades. Consumer prices jumped by 7% for the year ending in December. So the end of 2021, 7% increase which means you took a 7% pay cut. Well, that's just dandy. Uh breaking it down by category is kind of interesting though. What went up? We mentioned used cars are up 37%. I mean, that's just stunning. I just you can't even hardly wrap your head around that kind of an increase in used cars. The average used car on the road now is worth 30 grand. So that means for every Five Well, there aren't a lot of $5,000 cars out there, but there are $12,000 cars out there. Oh, absolutely, yeah. you got to have a $50,000 car to, bet, to come out to 30000 for the, the average. I mentioned walking around a used car lot the other day while I was killing time, looking at the prices on the windows, and I was like, are these new? You sure they're used? What? That's You can't charge this much for this. This is crazy. But they can, because used cars are up 37% in a year. Starting at the top, gas, of course, up 50%. Wow. Fuel oil oil, 41, used cars 37. Rental cars up 36%. I haven't rented a car in a while, but I've heard it's pricey. I have done this. Hotels are up 27.6%. Oof. It's a little unfair because they they were down to rock bottom during the COVID, right? So how how much of it is getting back to normal on that one?
3: Yeah, I actually
4: just booked a hotel room and it didn't strike me as bad at all. But, you know, an anecdote. Did I tell the story about my brother getting a Motel Six in Wells, Nevada? You mentioned it. Yes. Yeah. You said it was a little sketchy. I said everything in Wells is sketchy. Right. Um, but the there uh, was hair. There was hair in the bed. And that's when he oh, asked for his money back. And not, not, not had her.
3: It's <laughs> a <laughs> sick enough right. Yeah.
4: Mm, so gross. That is gross. I couldn't. I couldn't sleep. Dirty shower. I'll overcome it. Carpet's not clean. Eh, there's lots of things like eh, cockroach. Eh, I'd rather not. But well, I'll be all right. Hair in the bed, no. I'm sleeping in the car or something. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Can't please. do it. Uh utility gas up twenty four percent. Steak is up twenty one percent. Bacon is up eighteen percent. We've all noticed no, that. Oh no, no. God, if you bought some steaks and you throw some steaks and bacon in your cart, and you get up there to pay, you're gonna be shocked. It's like I said the other day,
3: I bought a couple of nice steaks for some special occasion. I wanted Judy in black pants and a white shirt serving it to me. I wanted a white tablecloth. I wanted. Uh, is there anything else we can get for you,
4: sir? The price I was paying for raw meat, furniture, if you can get it, is up fourteen percent. Tires, I got some the other day, and I was shocked at what it cost. Well, they've been up twelve percent in a year, so that's why they are they cost so much. Well, and you'd notice that too, because a set of tires is not cheap. No. New cars, dozen percent, eggs, 11 percent, suits, 11 percent. Eggs, 11 percent. What, do the chickens have COVID? What's going on there? The chickens
3: still got to lay eggs, right? What is it, drivers? Is, is that it? Grocery, every, every, right? What's every, going on?
4: every step of the way, I suppose. Which came first, the inflation or the, the egg? I don't know. The chickens unions are calling for remote egg laying. How are suits up 11 percent when nobody's going to work? Uh, chicken up 10, fish up 10, ham up 10, restaurants up 6.7%, rent 3.8% increase. All that adding up to 7%, and you took a pay cut last year, and you're probably going to take another pay cut this year. And then, as Joe pointed out, well, then wages are going to have to go up, and then businesses are going to have to charge more, and it just it's, uh, starts feeding itself, and how the hell do you get out of it? And it is not entirely the federal government pouring
3: trillions of dollars into an economy from nowhere, by the way. They made, they printed that money. They borrowed it from our grandchildren. But that's at least part of it. Uh, Sure, COVID's a huge part of it, but that's not all of it. Don't let anybody (laughs) tell you it is.
4: Right. Fairly on some level, but unfairly on other levels, Joe Biden and the Democratic Party is going to take the the brunt of people's anger about this come November. Because by November, people are going to notice... How little money they have and how much it costs to live every month, and they're gonna want to punish the party in charge. That's just the way it works. Right. And there are two levels of punishment. The
3: the most obvious level is you actually vote for just light (laughs) light light brushing
4: whipping sort of thing?
3: No, no, no. no, Practically tickling so inappropriate Mm. um level one the most obvious level is you vote for the other party and it will be really interesting to see how many black and hispanic uh, hispanic votes go over to the republican side but the second level of it is just not showing up and so it'll be interesting also to observe how low the voter turnout is for democrats i think it could crater which is why joe biden Yesterday, if you didn't see this, you didn't hear about this, our octogenarian senile president was as over the top trying to whip up hatred, one American against another, more than I've ever seen in my life. It was horrible. If anybody, like, taken it seriously or paid attention, it would be one of the darkest moments in American politics. I think we're saved by the fact that it was so idiotic it won't, you know, have much of an effect.
4: You know, speaking of Joe Biden, and he's trying to work this angle because he knows his biggest vulnerability is the economy. Uh, He knows that. But this claim he's been making in recent weeks at look at the numbers. Uh, My administration has created more jobs in the first year than any administration in in U.S. history. Hilarious. So the government shut down the economy, forced businesses to close. Hundreds of thousands of businesses were uh, put out of business by the government. And then when the you open, let them allow them to open back up and they start hiring again, you take credit for creating jobs? Ah, come on now. Surely people aren't going to fall for that. It's as bad as it gets. Surely people aren't going to go for that. You wouldn't
3: think. You wouldn't think. I'm as interested in a midterm election as I've been for a very long time. And it's not just, you know, I hope my party gets control because they'll work miracles and bring us prosperity and happiness. Kevin McCarthy,
4: Speaker of the House. Oh,
3: gosh. Oh, boy. America. We got 330 million people. It's the best we can do. Anyway, uh, I'm just I want to see these dynamics play out. I want to see Hispanic America, black America. I want to find out if people have grokked the hypocrisy you're just talking about of the government shutting down the economy and then getting credit for when it starts to breathe a little again. I just I want to see that play out. Of course, as you pointed out earlier, there are less. Well, there are almost 10 months between now
4: and Election Day. It's a long time. Oh, all well, sorts of crazy stuff. Who today. knows where we're going to be COVID-wise? The Panoplian variant? Uh,
3: oh, God help us, the panoplyan. Uh, Plus, there's only a one in three chance the president's
4: still alive by then. So wow, that. Wow. Wow. I've been
3: consulting my actuarial tables.
4: I can't believe I'm the one bringing this up, but did you see the Wall Street Journal op-ed by a couple of political pundit heavyweights saying, Hillary 5.0, decent chance Hillary runs, and she's the nominee. Michael, cut his mic. Cut it off. Faltering Biden. Nobody wants Harris. Who steps
3: into the breach? I will not have this filth on my airwaves. (laughs)
4: You just see the silhouette in the darkness of the pantsuit in the flats. Here she comes.
3: Yes. People have been yes. talking about, yes. uh,
4: uh, about the Biden Trump, too. There's no way
3: Biden runs again. He's freaking in the have one foot in the grave. But Hillary, tan, dressed and ready. No. Too horrible to contemplate.
4: I know. No. These are these are well-respected people. I forget their names in the Wall Street Journal. I don't think they were just like doing this to, to yank people's chains. They, they think she fills a void that there is in the Democratic Party. Well, how old is the old broad at this point? She's young by She's younger than Joe Biden. Biden. Yeah, by several years,
3: I would yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, great! Thanks. Now I'm going to have nightmares. And you're to blame. Boy, that put me
4: off my breakfast.
3: Armstrong and Getty. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a whoo a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. VGW. Void are prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of mini questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.
2: The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world.